1: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
0: President Trump's virus fight. It's been a very interesting journey. I learned a lot about COVID. Campaign rolls on. The fundraising emails are still going out at a usual clip. California fire toll reaches 4 million acres.
1: Doubling the worst year on record with no end in sight.
0: Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. After a weekend of mixed signals, confusion, and contradiction, President Trump's medical team says he could be released from the hospital today, just days after revealing his coronavirus diagnosis. CBS News White House correspondent Ben Tracy. I learned a lot about COVID. I learned it by really going to school.
1: In a new video from his hospital suite last night, President Trump says he finally understands coronavirus, seven months into the crisis that has killed nearly 210,000 Americans. This is the real school. This isn't the let's read the book school. And I get
0: it. And I understand it.
1: The president then got in his SUV and went out to wave to supporters gathered outside. He was wearing a mask, and the White House said the movement was cleared by its medical team. But some experts say he risked exposing his security detail to the virus. I was trying to reflect the the uh, the upbeat attitude that the team, the president, that his course of illness has had. President Trump's physician, Dr. Sean Conley, okay. admitted to giving an overly optimistic view of the president's health this weekend. You know, it came off... Uh, that we were trying to hide something which wasn't necessarily true. The doctors now acknowledge the president had a high fever and his oxygen levels dropped twice. He's been given dexamethasone, a steroid, and remdesivir, an antiviral drug, treatments typically indicated for severely ill COVID patients.
0: CBS's Dr. David Agus says from what we know, the president is being treated with drugs that suggest he has a difficult case of the virus.
1: Yeah, there's certainly a discrepancy between the description that was given of his clinical condition and the drugs that are being used. And what we're told is just, you know, two episodes of a low oxygen transiently, that doesn't really fit the picture for a potent immune suppressive like dexamethasone.
0: This morning, President Trump fired off a string of political tweets, most of them in all caps. CBS News political analyst Leonard Steinhorn says his SUV ride yesterday was designed to rev up support. For President Trump, any form of vulnerability is a sign of weakness, and weakness is for people
1: who lose. So even with a serious case of coronavirus, he's determined to show strength, to show defiance, to show his supporters that nothing, not even a pandemic, can break his will or make him seem anything other than a
0: winner. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden has tested negative for the virus. He is set to make three appearances in Miami today. CBS News political correspondent Ed O'Keefe says both campaigns are dealing with the president's illness. The Trump campaign is moving ahead with virtual events and isn't stopping attacks on rival Joe Biden's COVID
1: precautions out on the trail. Biden wants to surrender our country to the virus. And the plan is for Vice President Mike Pence to campaign in Arizona on Thursday, a day after he debates Biden running mate Senator Kamala Harris in Utah. Meanwhile, Biden is keeping to his schedule and preparing for the next two debates if they happen. But Biden is pulling down all attack ads, at least for now, even as he intends to keep spending tens of millions of dollars on TV and digital ads. And he's trying to pull off a tricky balancing act. He expresses concern for the first family. Joe and I pray for their quick and full recovery, but uh, our thoughts are with the families and the members you've lost as well. But on Saturday, criticized the president for failing to provide personal protective equipment, To transportation workers. If that's not the president's responsibility, what the hell, what the heck is his responsibility?
0: Our latest CBS News Battleground tracking poll looks at two crucial states. Fred Backus is manager of surveys.
1: In Ohio, the race is dead even. 47% of Ohio voters supporting Donald Trump and 47% supporting Joe Biden. In Pennsylvania, Joe Biden leads Donald Trump by 7 percentage points.
0: New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio is looking to roll out new restrictions in 20 hotspots, reporting a spike in coronavirus cases in Brooklyn and Queens. Under the plan, in nine neighborhoods, non-essential businesses and schools would close. It is necessary to stop the spread of the coronavirus in these communities and beyond, and it's necessary for the good of all of New York City. Florida's largest school district is reopening classrooms for students today. The number two movie theater chain in the world is suspending operations at all of its 536 Regal theaters in the U.S. and more than 100 in the U.K. It'll leave 45,000 people out of work. Wildfires have set a new record in California, burning more than 4 million acres this year. State Fire Chief Tom Porter tells 60 Minutes. I'm afraid without significant change in the moisture that we get from the atmosphere, we're going to continue to see this getting worse and worse and worse. The fires being fought now in Northern California are blamed for at least 31 deaths and the loss of hundreds of homes and vineyards. It's the first Monday in October and the U.S. Supreme Court will open a new term with eight justices going to work just weeks after the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum.
1: Even if Amy Coney Barrett is confirmed before Election Day, there are a number of cases that will be heard in October that will proceed without her, such as a case dealing with police violence, another an abuse of the no-fly list, and a copyright lawsuit between Oracle and Google.
0: CBS's Lisa Mateo tells us there's been court action on the detention of immigrant children in hotel rooms. An appeals court has left in place a lower Court's order that requires the U.S. to stop using hotel rooms to detain immigrant children unaccompanied by a parent. Border agents have placed more than 550 children in hotel rooms since March. The judges question why the children were not guaranteed access to lawyers and weren't being placed in youth shelters instead. Three men shared the Nobel Prize in medicine for their discovery of the hepatitis C virus. In Atlanta, actor Thomas Jefferson Bird, known for roles in several Spike Lee films, was found shot and killed over the weekend. Police say there were gunshot wounds in his back. The 70-year-old Bird was also a stage actor and a 2003 Tony nominee. A new report says current efforts to cut down on plastic pollution will not be enough to have much of an impact in the long run. Even if the world's governments adhere to commitments to curb plastic pollution, annual plastic emissions may increase more than six-fold by 2030. The study from Arizona State University. Co-investigator Leah Gerber.
1: Plastic pollution into rivers, lakes, and oceans is 24 to 35 million metric tons. More than three times the number that's going just to oceans Gerber calls
0: for managing the production of plastic. Stephen Kaufman, CBS News, Prescott, Arizona. The Andrew Mellon Foundation is going to spend $250 million over five years to help build new monuments and memorials, add context to existing ones, and relocate others. A Philadelphia group will start with an audit of monuments all over the country. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.